It's time. It's time. It's time. Time to wake up. DJ Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. It absolutely positively is Tuesday. How's everybody feeling out there this morning? Ah, uh, the weather is breaking New York City right now. If you live in the tri-state, it's cold. It's a cold one this morning. It's cold in a lot of places. Yeah. You know, I was winter. in New Orleans. It was freezing when I was out there. Really? And I'm not used to that. It's still winter, guys. Yeah, I mean, is. come on. Did the groundhog see a shadow or not? That's something that got lost well, last week. Nobody paid attention well, to it. Well, they said it's going to be six more weeks of winter, so I guess he's seen a shadow. That's it's what supposed that means. to snow What's here that this week. I, I think it's going to be, uh, since that he's seen he a shadow. That means he ran back inside. Yeah, he ran back inside. I actually, on Groundhog Day, had a chance to see Jay Electronica perform. Speaking of groundhogs, Yeesh. he poked his head out. And uh, came back out on tour, so. Okay. That is definitely uh, one of the most irrelevant holidays right up there with Jay Holiday. I don't even, do you ever see groundhogs in real life? No. How do they taste? Why anybody would you ever, taste a groundhog? You could tell he's country. How did anybody ever Anybody ever tasted a groundhog? No. You can bet I haven't. No. <laughs> no. Definitely Love to know what groundhog meat tastes like. Nah, I'll pass. There's a lot of things. I'm not a tasting food type of person. Like, I, for some reason, I'm not going to taste alligator. I tried I'm not it. tasting frog legs. Alligator's great. Frog I tried legs it. are great. Yeah, I can't do it. Have you tried I'm horses? Not, I'm name? not eating rabbit. I'm not eating goat. What about rabbit? Oh, I love goat. You bugging. How you from Brooklyn and you be around all them Jamaicans and never had curry, curry goat? I just don't. What about horse? horse? Amazing. Any of y'all tried horse? Never no. had horse. I had horse. In Japan. <laughs> they they serve it in Japan. Which part of it? I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> what part of the horse is this? They just tell you to, you know what I'm not going to say. What if it's... They tell you to close your eyes and they try different things and then they tell you what it is. Yeah, you're going to stop closing your eyes and letting people put strange meat in your mouth, all right? Last week it was Salt Bay and then this week it's some guy in Japan putting a horse, putting horse meat in your mouth. Ooh, you ain't got no gag reflex, huh? My goodness. You ain't got no gag reflex if you're taking that horse meat in your mouth. Well, why are you biting your lip, man? Yo, how you know I'm biting my lip? I, can, I, I know you biting your lip, man. Right, you keep it up. We're going to reenact that Odell Beckham and Eli Manning commercial real soon. You just keep it up. Oh, my all right, Mr. Strange Meat in your mouth. Keep oh it up. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, from the shy, Jacob Lattimore will be joining us. Hey, he plays Emmett on the shy. I like yes. Jacob. I, well, I like his character on the shy, Emmett. Yes. I don't really like his character. I actually hate his character, but you know what I mean. He makes for good TV. But he was also in Detroit. He was also in Black Nativity. He's a young child actor slash uh, performer. Right. So we'll kick it with him in a little bit. But right now we have front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we're going to talk about the Dow Jones dropping. A lot of people are nervous, but we'll tell you what the real deal is. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Now, let's talk about the Dow Jones and the stock market yesterday. Yes, everybody was panicking because the Dow plunged more than 1,800 points over two sessions on Friday and Monday. But experts are saying that doesn't mean you need to close down your 401k and sell everything off. Just hold tight. Now, one of the reasons that this happened is because stocks have been rising pretty much in a straight line since November of 2016. So at some point, they believe the stock market is long overdue for some type of pullback or a correction. It's kind of a cooling off period. And they said that's a good thing. It makes stocks cheaper and more attractive to investors. I guess that's a good time if you want to purchase right now. Yeah, they say just act like it's a sale. So it's like you just go in and get a sale. The stock's a lot cheaper. You should definitely purchase if you can. So right. does, our, does our celebrity in chief, Dope 45, get credit for the, the, the stocks dropping? Well, he's not addressing that. He only addresses when things are rising and well, well, it's you, all because you, of him. If you take the credit when things are good, you got to take the credit when things are bad, Mr. President. Dak, you got to keep that same energy, Dope 45. Sounds right, but I think we know better and we know what he really does. Mm-hmm. And also concerns that they are going to raise rates because the economy is so strong. Unemployment is historically low. There's more open jobs and people to fill them. So companies are paying workers more, and that means businesses will eventually have to raise prices. That's inflation. Right. So basically inflation and also rising interest rates as well. Okay. Now let's talk about cancer a little bit, right? Oh, now this couple in Florida are now accused of convincing a 13-year-old boy, and they won't reveal the relationship, but they did say one of the people is the mom of this 13-year-old boy, uh, of convincing him that he had brain cancer, terminal brain cancer, because they wanted to raise money for themselves. Jenny Erovando Long and Robert Edward Long were taken into custody, and they are being charged with one count of child abuse, nine counts of fraud, because the 13-year-old, the woman's son, has spent the last eight months believing he's going to die from brain cancer. That's crazy. So they started a GoFundMe. They did a fundraiser selling t-shirts trying to support his battle with cancer. The 13-year-old was told he had seven brain tumors. The reason that they did not operate and have surgery was because he would turn out to be a vegetable. So the mom opted out of the victim having surgery. So the young boy has been walking around thinking that he has cancer, but quote, does not like to talk about it. Well, first of all, drop one of Clues Bombs for Florida staying consistent. You know what your Uncle Shala always tells you? The craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Second, that is a very, very, very foul thing to do, but that is a very creative way to raise some money. Telling your poor 13-year-old son that he's going to die from brain that cancer. That is crazy. To raise very foul, money. but guess Disgusting. what? Disgusting. You've, you've never heard that before. That's a, new, that's that's a first. That is a very creative way to raise some money because that is a first. I have heard a lot of different ways to get money. Never heard that one. Imagine how that's going to affect that young boy for the rest of his life. That and his parents crazy. are about to go to jail now. They should Good. go to jail. And that's another reason I don't trust GoFundMes either. I'm sorry. It's people like that who have made it bad for all the other GoFundMes. That's why nine times out of ten, if you send me a GoFundMe, I read it as GoFundMe yourself. Goodness gracious. Anything else you want to talk about this morning? Oh, no, that's your front page news. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or maybe you just want to spend some positivity. All right, phone lines are wide open. 800-585. Or maybe you saw these Crocs that I posted on my Instagram page. $800 for some Crocs and they sold out in minutes at Barney's. Why would you spend $800 for Crocs? Crocs I don't know. They're so ugly because they're made by Balenciaga. But since it's Fashion Week and they stamp a name brand on it and tell everybody that it's fly, everybody wants them now. I'll pass. All right. thinkers. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Um, Kim. 
I'm just happy to be living, have a job, taking care of my kids. That's about it. All right, we're happy for you. Yeah, put a little happiness in your voice. (laughs) Yeah, as somber as you sound, uh, (laughs) I I, I respect it. I'm happy to be up early. (laughs) Be happy to be alive. (laughs) She she is happy to be alive. It's just not uh, reflective in her voice. Okay. (laughs) Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to spread some energy, good energy to the world. We haven't heard from you in a long time, Sean. We thought you were locked up. No, I'm not locked up, uh, DJ. Not every black man is locked up in jail, sir. (laughs) Tell him, Sean. (laughs) Tell him, Paul. I've just been working hard. I've been listening to you guys. You know, I just been giving you guys some time to, you know, bring it in 2018, and I just want to say shout out to everybody that's safe in 2018, and just keep doing positive things, man, in this negative world. None of us are safe, sir. Every day is a risk. Every day is a gamble, all right? Yes, it is. That's so true, sir. Yes. (laughs) For the party guys, out. All right, for the party guy. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Mello from the A. Mello from the A. Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to get off my chest about the uh, Martin Luther King and the Rail commercial. Um, okay. And, you know, I just want to say, for real black people, we tricky. You know what I'm saying? Rail selling trucks without Martin Luther King's voice. You know what I mean? So I'm saying that they take the time as a corporation or as a company to, to, to use Martin Luther King's voice. I thought it was powerful, man. But they, they didn't have to. I thought about that yesterday, too. I I hope a lot of people actually uh, went and listened to Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech in full from February 4th, 1968. I saw somebody actually took more of the speech and put it over the commercial to show how against uh, capitalism Capitalism, and uh, capitalism that Martin Luther King Jr. was. So, yo, either way, man, I hope that people actually learn from that speech. Don't let the don't let the message of that speech get lost in the goddamn Ram truck commercial. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. How he was actually against these big corporations, and that's what that speech was about. So that was some of the issues that people had. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up! Wake up! Wake your ass! Up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Hey, Trav, what's going oh, on? Oh, Trav, we missed you. Hey, ye. Hey, Trav. I missed you. you still, where were you at last week? Oh, I had to go to New Orleans for one day only, so I wasn't here on Friday. But thank you for noticing. <laughs> what's up, Charlemagne? What's up, Trav? How are you, sis? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm calling to talk about, um, I'm mad at Tom Brady, man. Why, Why you, mad you want at Tom him to Brady? come back? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm mad at the fact that he, he didn't shake my man Nick Foles' hand after the game, and they're not talking about it the way that they, the media, went in on Cam Newton when Cam Newton did it to Tom Brady. I wondered, because I did see the Patriots get off the field fast. I wondered, did they shake hands and stuff Nothing like that? Nothing gets past Trev. That's what yeah, I love. Brady immediately ran off the field and didn't shake Nick Foles' hand. Well, like, immediately left ch- off the field. You got to give him a chance to come down. That was a very emotional... Still, uh, you shake that man's hand, uh, man. Emotional game. Well, I just remember when Cam, when it happened with Cam Newton, the, the white doubles of America made sure that they put it, put it all on Cam for not shaking Tom Brady's hand. So they, right. they need to do the same thing to Tom Brady. Let me give you an example, Trav. You know how sometimes you were the bottom, right? And, like, you hit it too oh, hard, God. and then he gets upset and doesn't want to talk to you for a second. It's kind of like that. I don't know what you're talking about. How does like, it always come day. to this, Trav? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> why is it always about butts with you, Sean? And why does Trav always hang up on us? I know, right? <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, you know what else I'm mad about? What? I didn't realize 
that a lot of people were going to agree with Faze on Love. But I'm not mad because, you know, Faze on Love came up here yesterday and said that he didn't find Dave Chappelle funny. And, you know, art is subjective, so everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I didn't realize people actually felt like that about Dave Chappelle. I didn't, I didn't realize that either. I didn't know that either. Like, that's, that's something I've never heard. Ever, but that's life. Christian. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. I met Angela Yee, man. What happened? What, what you happened mean? Where? Why? Yo, I don't know what you was thinking when you posted some um, Crocs on Instagram, man. That was disrespectful. <laughs> them high heel Crocs. Your I girl said, girl listen, it's Fashion Week. is sold out within hours on the website for pre-sale. It's not even available in person. I just thought it was crazy that people were paying $850 for Crocs. It's a bunch of oh, followers okay, out here. No I really leaders. thought that you really had the idea that you would buy this. Like, and you had, like you're going to give these girls ideas that this is the thing to buy. You, know? you wouldn't buy those. They, they, I just thought, going. hey, I thought it was funny. I wouldn't allow you got, to buy those. They no already way. got the no. idea. It's a bunch of group Man, thinkers look. out here. You stamp a name I, brand on something. It's fashion week. Everybody runs and gets the new hot thing. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up at any time. Now, we got... Um, Rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to be talking about Charlie Walk, the judge from the four and the head of Republic Records. He's saying that he's being extorted, and we have the voicemail to play for you. Oh, boy. All that and more. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey, what's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Charlie Walk. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. So Charlie walked ahead of Republic Records and formerly on the four as a judge says he was being extorted before an ex-employee said that he sexually harassed and assaulted her. Now, he also has voicemails, he says, that prove it. Now, the voicemails are from Tom Gilligan, who was a general manager of MM Group Radio in Ohio for three years. And then he went on to own a series of stations, and he sent Charlie Walk some bizarre text messages and left these voicemails. Hey, Charlie, it's uh, Tom Gilligan. I'll make a deal with you. You resign from the TV show from your company, and nobody will ever say anything. By the way, none of this going to come for me so you can't sue me and if you want to sue me oh i have 269 million dollars to go right head ed with you but i'm simply saying as soon as i hand this off to me to your toast your family the whole nine yards this is by far the whitest thing i heard this week yes. only a rich white privileged prick would think that he could just call someone up and leave a little early morning extortion on someone's voicemail how do you do okay. that <laughs> okay now page six also saw the text messages that he was sending to charlie walk and those text messages say things like the me too movement will be knocking on your door karma is tough charlie you decided to take me and it's just coming back at you i want nothing else but to get you off the show embarrassing your family name ruin your career take half of your roster because they wouldn't work for someone like you. I'll make a deal with you. I was told that you stepped in front of me with John Bon Jovi, who is someone I know personally and have known since 1986. You fixed that and I'll back off. We can either come to terms or not. I want nothing from you. You were just a prick and you've always been a prick just for the record. 
and so on and so forth. He actually sounds like an entitled extortionist. Like, he feels like it's right to extort Charlie Walk. That sounds I, crazy. I will say this, though, man. Uh, the other layer to this is, is weaponizing the Me Too movement. Like, a lot of people know that it's no due process in the court of public opinion, and they know once these allegations come out, then people are going to be stepping down from their jobs or getting fired, and now it's really becoming a witch hunt. Now, this Charlie really Walk says hunt. he hasn't spoken to Tom Gilligan in over 20 years and has had nothing to do with him, so why would this be happening right now? The DA's investigators are being asked to launch a probe into whether or not Gilligan made those threats and actually tried to follow through on them and whether these incidents are connected. Now, in addition to that... Tom Gilligan told Page Six, yes, I was upset with Charlie. There was no doubt about it. But to be honest, I was drunk and my mother had passed and it was the anniversary of her death. It was a very bad time and Charlie was just being Charlie. For him to make these allegations against me is a total misrepresentation. It's a lie. He's just trying to get himself off the hook. He said it was just friends being idiots. You called him. That ain't you no call. You him. You the one who tried oh, to weaponize me. the Me Too movement to take your friend Charlie Walk down, okay? Yep. This is why you really need due process in the court of public opinion because you got pricks out there who will try to weaponize the Me Too and Time's Up movement just to take people down. That is the, that is the essence of the Salem witch hunts. All you got to do is point them out and they get killed. All right. Kim Kardashian made over... Uh, $10 million, and that's from her new fragrance line, Kimoji Heart. She sold out of that in four days. 300000 plus. They can't lose. Yes, of the fragrance, and after that, sold out over $10 million. So that's amazing for her. That's so, crazy. And you know what? That? She didn't do an advertising campaign, like spent money. She just did a complete social media advertising campaign. I that saw her it. send uh, a lot of perfume to her friends and her enemies. My question is, do the Kardashians look like they smell good? Um, I mean, there's a lot of people, hmm. obviously, that look up to Kim Kardashian. Do they look, do like, they they look like they smell good? Though. They don't look like they smell bad. Yeah, it don't look like they smell bad, but I mean, smell good for you just to run out there and buy their fragrance? You just want to smell like a Kardashian? People look up to Kim K, so they buy anything. Well, it was three new fragrances. She had Bay, Ride or Die, and BFF. All right, I'm Angela Yee. <laughs> and what that Caitlyn smell like, though? Your rumor report. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? When we come back, we got front page news. You know what? I'm going to mess with you. When we come back, we got front page news. We'll talk about the Dow Jones, the stock market. Are you nervous? Did you lose a lot of money? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Yee. Yes. Let's get some front page news. What's going on with the stock market? Well, the Dow fell more than 1,800 points over two sessions. That was on Friday and Monday. But that doesn't mean that you should get rid of your 401k and try to cash out and panic. There's a lot of reasons why that has happened. One of those reasons is because the stock market has been rising steadily for over the past year and a half. So when that happens, usually that means that the stock market is long overdue for a pullback or even a correction. So because of that, it's a cooling off period, which makes stocks cheaper and it makes it a lot more attractive to investors as well. Also, uh, because of unemployment being historically low and because the economy is strong, companies are paying workers more to retain existing employees, but they have to raise prices on things to afford the payroll. So that means inflation, as you guys know. And other things like rising interest rates and the bond market as well are reasons why the Dow has fallen so much. Well, let's say it's just Trump. 
Okay. They're saying it's just like a sale. They're just saying, look at the stocks like a sale. So you should be able to purchase more stocks are cheap right now or cheaper. And uh, this is the time when you should buy stocks. That's is what our celebrity in chief Donald Trump taking credit for this, uh, the, the stock market dropping? He absolutely has not said anything. He should. About it. I mean, if you're going to take credit for when it rises, you should take credit for when it drops too, Dote 45. Well. I mean, what did you expect? All right. Now, let's talk about this lottery story. Yes. So, this woman who won a $560 million Powerball wants to remain anonymous. Now, the problem is this. When she signed the back of the ticket, as you're instructed to do, she signed her name. What she didn't know, because she didn't consult with a lawyer first, was that she should have had uh, created a a trust. So, that could have been the face of the ticket. But now, because of the law... They can actually reveal who she is. The problem is that she wants to stay anonymous. Now, attorneys requested if she could have a trustee sign the ticket instead. With the commission present, they denied them because any alteration of the ticket would make it invalid. So she wants to remain anonymous. I can't blame her because everybody knows when people win the lottery, all kinds of things happen. Family members, people that you owe money to, everybody. But the problem is... It's not even just that. It's people try to extort you, people try to kidnap people related to you, robberies, murders, all kinds of things can come with people knowing you have extra $560 million. Right. Listen, my love, you have enough money to leave the planet if you want to at this point, okay? But maybe You'll she doesn't be fine. want to. Listen, my love, you can leave the country, okay? <laughs> if you don't remain anonymous, you can you can, you can can hide. You got enough money to hide. Yeah, she definitely can hide. But right? she probably don't want to live her life hiding. She but just wants to still be listen, around family love. and friends and not listen, everybody knows. Listen, my love, you got $560 million. I love us for real. Oh, Disappear. That's All right. It. But, you know, the lottery is a business, and they have to show people winning so people can still have hope that they can win. So they have to show a person. It's not like you just want to say this person, no. They have to show somebody and be like, oh, that person won, I can win too, you know? Yeah, and by the way, only rappers and athletes get $560 million and want to be seen. Okay, you get $560 million, you get that money and this a goddamn pill. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back... From the shy actor, also R&B singer, Jacob Lattimore. Yes, he plays Emmett on the shy. Emmett is a, a deadbeat dad who yep. loves sneakers yep. a lot. We'll kick it with him when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah. The man can't keep his penis in his pants. Emmett, <laughs> Emmett you are such I a goddamn like, deadbeat, Emmett. Yo. Jacob Lattimore, welcome, sir, from what's, The Shot. What's going on? What's going on? You know, when you, you know how you know you're playing a good role? Uh-huh. When I'm disgusted when I see you in the lobby. I'm like, look at Emmett, old nasty. Hey, hey, that means I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, season season two on the way. Just in, case people, just in case people don't watch the show, mm-hmm. your character on The Shy is... You have how many kids do you have on the show? Uh, we we only see one right now, but you got five. supposedly I have two other kids. So, yeah, um, my character name is Emmett. He's a young playboy obsessed with his sneakers and Jordans. He's a young father and still uh, living at home with his mama. Still living at home with his moms and just trying to like mature as a as a young man. But now he got to take care of like a whole nother being now. So. We kind of seeing him making his mistakes and like you know trying to be young, wild, and free, but got to make the sacrifice. Playboy is a strong word because Playboy yeah. can afford the women that they deal with. Ah. They can afford their kids. Well, like yeah. a gigolo, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and aspi- an aspiring Playboy. Aspiring Playboy. Yeah. 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 Now you you play a deadbeat father very well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have any experience in that department? Jacob? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I think that's I think that's why I just you know fell into it like that because I didn't want to be prepared for like. 
you know, the fatherhood role. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I wanted I wanted people to see me fumbling with the baby. Like I can't really I really can't get him to stop crying on mm-hmm. set. Like it's a real thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as soon as his dad passes his passing him off to me, like before they say action, like he's just going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, So it's natural. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I th- I thought that was a uh, really authentic and dope. What was your relationship like with your own father? Uh, my, my my father's still in my life. My, okay. uh, my 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 dad is Jacob Lattimore Senior. So he's uh, back home in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still reach out. And we 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 still um, kick it holidays all the time. And you're a yeah. singer. You started off. You, you were signed to Jive Records. Yeah, yeah, Jive Records. I was over there with RCA for like five years. And um, what happened with that? What happened with that deal? I think it was just once once the once the merger happened. I just saw, I was like reintroducing myself to a whole new label. And um, I think you know it's a, it's a story a lot of artists have. You know, they just it just goes sour and it never, it never really works out. And I was really young too, so now I'm getting older. I, um, I'm just independent now. I released an uh, independent album called Connection mm-hmm. about a year ago, and I had like a recent sold out show in Atlanta. And I don't get to perform that much, so I, I, I always post it on my Instagram because I just thought it was so dope for fans to come out for me. And you know, when you're doing on, on movie sets, you just you you kind of hiding away from people all the time, so. It's dope to just reach out to him and touch him. It was now, cool. Let me ask you about your character a little bit more. As far as playing, as they said, a Debbie dad. In researching this character and doing that, did you have any sympathy or at all, like, trying to understand why a young man would do the things that Emmett is doing in The Shy? Um, I didn't really, I didn't really research it. I mean, I just, for me, I, I could only imagine how it feels to just, I just tried to imagine how I feel like if I had a child right now in my life, with the way things are going, and just like how stressed I would feel, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like leave him at a park. You would have like a name. That. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't leave him at a park and nothing like that. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. I don't know. You think that? See, <laughs> that, little, that little baby that's crying in your arm now, you can give nah, him back. But if nah, when it's yours, you're like, God damn. Nah, I, I would definitely, I would definitely be frustrated, but I wouldn't go to the extremes of leaving him at a park. But uh, yeah, it's just I just tried to just dive into the just the most frustrating. Uh, you know, emotion I could, you know, with the character. So you having like yeah. single mom problems. Like, how am I supposed to go to work yeah. and watch my baby at the same yeah. time and, and find some childcare and somehow try to make some money yeah. and buy these Jordans I want to buy and still yeah. have women in my room? Right, Under and it's the bed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's dope to just like be able to relate to to people in that way. I, I pay attention to social media every time the show is on and just like. They really into it, you know. Mm-hmm. People really yelling at me, like when I do Q and A's for the with the cast. They're like, "Yo, you shouldn't have left that baby." Like I'm like, "Yo, I'm just, I'm just acting. just a character, just a character." You know what I'm saying? Now, there's one scene in there I think really happened to you. What happened? What's you, that? You in the room smashing the chicken? Mama comes home. Now your mama's over there in the corner. <laughs> have that not, tell the truth. Have that ever happened? She ever walked uh, in on you? Uh, she ain't never walked in on me. You lying? You lying? No, she hasn't. She, she, knocked. she knocked on the door. <laughs> she maybe knocked on the door. You know that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Get dressed, get dressed, get dressed, get dressed. Get dressed, get dressed. Was she upset? Did she really, did your mom cook the uh, woman breakfast? She like, wasn't upset. She was just like, be careful and, you know. Mama, come to this mic for a second. Mama, mama, you know he young. Uh, come to nah. this mic, mama. Come he on, young mama. and he getting this money. You got to keep these little hot girls away from him. Uh, and FYI, I'm sure you got to keep the guys away from your mom also. Uh, Yeah, they be, they be trying to sing on me. Mama ain't got no ring on my mom. They be trying to get at him. I just tell them to be extremely careful. <laughs> Keep it wrapped up. Mm. Be oh. wise in the DMs and all. You know, just That's tell them to be very extremely careful, especially nowadays. Absolutely. Especially yes. with the Me Too movement. Yeah. 
I respect women. You can't women, really though. touch nobody. You know I what I mean? That's real. Yeah, I definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, you can't really touch nobody. <laughs> Don't even do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know Do you know any Emmets in your life that you learned from? Um, Actually... No, I don't. I don't. I um. I mean, as far as like the, this being young and loving shoes and 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 relating to that aspect, yeah. But like, um, I, I know a couple young fathers, and I guess I haven't really spent that much time around them just to really see that like their frustration and like, um, you know, their experience with you know just dealing with it. I just kind of look at it from the outside in and just could only imagine. You know what that what that lifestyle is like. You know, um, but I, I have ran into some people like, yeah, I, I really sell shoes. Like, <laughs> I sell shoes. I clean them up, and you know what I'm saying, and and, and resell them. And I was like, oh, that's that's you make crazy. a lot of money like that. And that's, that's that's why I, I took on this role because I just like I looked at my acting career and I was like, what haven't I done? Like, how can I how can I really make an impact and really relate? And uh, I thought this was like the perfect opportunity. And then you know, shout out to Lena Waithe. She's Amazing! Incredible! Shout to, yeah, shout out to Common and then Jason, Jason, you know, uh, leading the cast, man. She, he's he's awesome. You know what I mean? And little Alex Hibbert, the young the young boys, mm, and he does a great job. Yeah, yeah. It's just a dope, solid cast, and it just feels good. It feels good. It feels like the first project I've been a part of, and it's really making a impact. You know, now, I like how right now Emmett is being faced with the choice of uh, either looking for a job, getting a job, or going to the drug game. Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever been faced with with that <laughs> choice? Uh, not, not, not that choice. No. Um, I, I, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, you know, it get it gets rugged there. My mom, my mom, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. My mom got my mom got me out of there at a young age, and I, I go back and just sort of talk to my some of my homies, some of my friends, and you know, de- seeing with the temptation they have to deal with. It's a lot of good-hearted people, you know, in the urban community. They don't wanna, they don't wanna sell what they selling. They don't wanna do what they doing. But you know, there's only a few ways to really make money. You know, when you your nine to five just ain't cutting it, you know. And uh, I think that we see Emmett face those temptations of like, all right, now nah, I can't just, I'm not just taking care of myself no more. I got a baby and my, you know, my mom's, and like, I got to do something. And uh, you know, he he doesn't really have the 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 heart to really be out on the street selling no, you know, weed or selling anything. You know what I mean? He he doesn't know anything about the street life, and that's that that's what I can relate to. I don't I don't know anything about it. I see it. I know people who are mm-hmm. part of it, but um, yeah. So that's that's how I dive into the character, man. Your parents Chicago? kept you away from that. My mom was like this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So now I'm 21 years old. I kind of get to explore a little more and just sort of talk to people and like really get out on the world on my own. You know what I mean? And really just sort of see what all types of life is like. We have more with Jacob Lattimore when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. From the shy, we have Jacob Lattimore in the building. Charlemagne? What do you think helps you to express yourself artistically more? Music or the visual, the films, TV? I think I think it's a combination of both. I mean, with 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 music, I sort of get to just uh get more in tune with myself personally. Uh whatever I'm going through, heartbreak or frustration pain or whatever uh with with the film i sort of certain things i can relate to but i'm really you know stepping into someone else's shoes and uh you have your heart broken already a little bit it's like how long long ago was this Uh, about a year ago she's sick this is so sad your mom's shaking her head like yes he has (laughs) was she older than you no no we same age we same age how long y'all was together for a minute 
Oh, cue the sad music. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad. So wait, you wrote music about that, I'm sure though. That's a great yeah, time I, to um, do. I had, I have Y'all like, not make him cry. Yeah, I got some. No, I ain't gonna cry. No. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I got like a great group of little writers I work with, so I just kind of tell them what kind of concepts I want to talk about, and they just help me like really put it out in song form. So I, I've put out some music about it. What was, was, that, the was that your high school sweetheart? Yeah. Hmm? No, well, I was homeschooled, so I didn't really got a high school sweetheart. You Who know, after. You know what I mean? She's, you know, out and about. You know, I'm gonna keep it under the hat. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give you some details. Maybe y'all gonna get back together. I ain't giving up your Instagram. <laughs> I don't want nobody adding her. <laughs> you know. Now was it your, was it your fault y'all broke up or was it hers or was it both? A little bit of both. You couldn't, of both. you couldn't handle your, 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 your glow up. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going. I, right now I'm going up, so I don't really know. It I was before the glow. <laughs> it's kind of before. It was kind of like in the middle. Mm. So she reached back out to you now since since the shot came on and uh no nah, we hey it, big head I probably no nah, I probably won't no nah, after you know after you try to try something and it just don't work you just did, did mama like her? mom I don't know if my mom like any girl uh, to be honest with you. she said every every, every, <laughs> every time a girl come in my life they like yeah I don't know if your mama like me <laughs> I mean that's how they feel did they you like did you feel. like a mom. Yeah. No comment now. Oh, see, then you had to fight that. That wasn't gonna work. That but wasn't yeah, gonna if Mama didn't like her. You probably dodged a bullet. You probably was better but off. But they were together for years. She probably hey. don't like her too because he broke. You know, she broke, broke his heart. heart. She broke his heart. You know, of course. It's, it's, it's parents. You know, parents gonna always <laughs> get ready for that long Instagram caption of someone saying, "I didn't like your mama either, Jacob. I didn't like her uh, neither." Nah. <laughs> now I see you're good friends with Trevor Jackson, also. Yeah, that's my boy. It's interesting because I would feel like y'all might be up for some of the same roles too. Physically, he's just different. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's taller. taller. He's, he's just bigger. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm 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 small. I'm a small. I'm a small dude. So uh, sometimes we go out. It depends on the audition. Sometimes when you reach like a certain point of audition, it's not even about your acting anymore. It's like, all right, let's see, let's mix and match who look good together or who don't look good together. Let's match this son and this mom together. After that, you know, you're not really proving yourself as an actor. So mm-hmm. if we in the same room, it's like, it's more so like who looked apart. Now, okay, how weird was it doing the sex scenes for you, or like the in bed naked with everybody watching with the cameras the rolling, and time. she's like really naked. And yeah. I kind of felt like she's supposed to be in high school. Yeah, so I'm like, are we watching child pornography? It felt kind of young. It, it did feel kind of young. <laughs> Even though I'm sure she's young. old enough, but I mean, he's what? How old are you? Twenty? Twenty one? Twenty one? So when you shot that, you probably was twenty. Twenty. I was. She's probably what twenty. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. the, ca- but their characters, <laughs> but their characters are supposed to be high school. High school, characters. yeah, it just felt. Yeah, they high school. I know they was high school. I mean, it's never, it's never really uh, said. You know, you just kind of feel that way. So people mm-hmm. kind of just guess, really. But I ain't seen neither one of y'all in school yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Emmett, 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 out here. You know I don't know saying? what he's doing. He got a job. But yeah. how weird was it with the uh, everybody watching y'all? It was definitely. It was out the gate. It was weird because I mean, you just didn't know when to really go. You know mm. what I mean? Like even in rehearsal, you just like, <laughs> all right. So should I should I really do it now? Or you know what I mean? Mm. Like or should I should I wait till you know we really go or. Should I rehearse it? How are we gonna do it? Or you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, dang, like, all right. So as soon as they say action, you just go for it. You just go for it. And I gotta be uncomfortable because she was yeah. naked, naked, like yeah, yeah. After, naked. You know, actually, she was, she was, she was like more ready mentally and professionally than I was. I'm like, oh god, you know what I'm saying? What were like, you worried about? Like getting a hard on? Did you get a hard on? Uh, you you asked not the first time. I'm just asking. I don't. It's gotta be. Not the, that's gotta be what not, uncomfortable. Not right? the, not the first time, but the but the third episode. Yeah. 
I was, I was, you got hard. I was comfortable. Yeah, that's that's cool comfortable. I was comfortable. <laughs> I, was comfortable. <laughs> I was like, she was like, yo, it's uh, it's. I'm like, oh my bad. My bad, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to be professional on set, you know, but you know, it's that ain't it your fault though. It ain't my and fault. See, that's the kind of stuff that comes back up five me this years. Way. Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff come back up five years from now. Hey, we was doing a sex scene and he was hard. Like, hey, that's not my fault. Nobody has said control that. that one. <laughs> the shy is doing a, a a great job of like humanizing people in Chicago. Yeah. Did did you did you did you understand that human side of Chicago before you did it? I did, I did because I mean I'm a Midwest, I'm a Midwest kid. So coming from Milwaukee, Milwaukee is, I wouldn't say I don't know just as dangerous. Who knows? But like it, it's, it's a mini Chicago. It's a mini Chicago, so it's like it, it gets dangerous. And I and I, I've been in those neighborhoods. I've my a lot of my family still lives in there. Mm-hmm. So I understood like the humanization of everything. So I just knew like. I knew how to come in and ground the characters and and really relate to you know a lot of uh, real experiences that people go through. It's not everybody's not bad. Everybody's right. not bad. You know what I mean? And um, I I know a lot of those people. So did yeah. you live in Chicago for a while before this? Uh, no, I just I mean I've always sort of visited. I did shows there. I, I've I've always you know it's just it's next door. So. Mm-hmm. I visit a, a few times. Now, with season two coming, we can assume that Emmett is not going to get killed or anything in season one, so you're going to make it. I hope not. I'll be like, Lena, <laughs> oh, you uh, don't know yet. what you're doing? Lena, come on now. Uh, no, nah, <laughs> no, nah, I hope I hope uh, Emmett, Emmett, Emmett lasts, uh, you know, throughout the whole whole shebang, you know, however long we, we get. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely, I definitely want to stay on screen. I don't want to see him turn into a Because, honestly, I've, 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 I've died in, like, Three, four of my movies already. Detroit, <laughs> uh, Maze Runner. Um, I just want to live. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to take no more death rolls. I got to survive. <laughs> What's yeah. your dream role my right dream- now? I mean, you're only 21, so you got a long life to go, but right, right uh, now. Dream role, I want to play, I want to play like a superhero, like a young superhero. It's a lot of, mm-hmm. it's a lot of DC comic characters uh, out there. Like who? And, like which one? Uh, yeah, I can't think of no beige uh, Curly head hey. superhero. It's a, a static. Static Shock was one. Static, static Shock. Shock. That's more Jaden Smith. I always see Jaden Smith playing that role. I mean, he could. You know, but it sounds like he's in talks for something already. He could. No, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not in talks. Okay. I just. I just like that role. I, I just need some research. Right juice. You are a shoe in for Raheem. Yeah, everybody. I've been seeing <laughs> that on Twitter. <laughs> Raheem, I've, been, I've been seeing that on Twitter. But for for me, move, move, touching did you see juice. I did. I okay. see. I did see juice touching movies like that. It's just like I don't know if I want to be a part of it because it's just like. Pac was just so good, and right. and it's just like I don't even know if I want to touch a film like that. You know what I mean? Like Raheem dies too, so you know, yeah, yeah. early. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah, early. Early. First one to get yeah, guy. I, I ain't yeah, trying to be too. out there like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to survive. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, check out the shot each and every Sunday. What time, you? Ten o'clock. Ten yeah. o'clock. Yeah. We Showtime. appreciate you for joining. Oh, us. Oh, one hey. last question. What's up? Who got the best poom poom? Milwaukee or Chicago? <sighs> oh man. Don't look at me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know you don't have to answer any of those it's questions. All, it's all Midwest love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he about to say Atlanta. He live in Atlanta now. All right, there you go. <laughs> Jacob Lattimore is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, yeah. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Justin Timberlake. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah.
Well, rumor has it that Justin Timberlake was going to use a hologram for his Prince tribute during the Super Bowl halftime show performance, but he backed out at the last minute. Now, he spoke to Sheila E., and she had tweeted that Justin Timberlake was not going to use a hologram after they had a conversation. She said, family, I spoke with Justin tonight, and he shared heartfelt words of respect for Prince and the Purple fans. There is no hologram. Yeah, you fool around and bring a Prince hologram out there, then Prince's real ghost show up throwing shade. Now, she also said he thought it was very demonic, and that's his spiritual belief. She wanted to make sure that nobody ever does a hologram of him, according to Sheila E. Now, that's that source- Jehovah Witness in him. Drop one of Clues bombs for the Jehovah Witnesses out there, Danny. A source close to Justin Timberlake said the hologram plan was never, ever in play, that Justin would not disrespect Prince's legacy, so there was no change in his performance. Now, here is Justin Timberlake. He was on Fallon, and here's what he had to say. He's always been the pinnacle of musicianship for me. When we decided that, like, the serendipity and synergy that we would be in Minneapolis, he's such a special thing here. Uh, Aside from what he is all over the world, I just felt like I wanted to do something for this city and something for him that would just be the ultimate homage to what I consider the GOAT of Musicians. See, Justin Timberlake's Super Bowl halftime performance was very regular, especially in comparison to the last few Super Bowls we have witnessed. What it really needed was a hologram of Janet Jackson's titty, okay? That's the only appearance that would have took that uh, performance to another level was Janet Jackson. Uh, Fines. All right, well, Prince's sister, Tyka Nelson, also wants people to back off people who were hating on that halftime show. She said she was pleasantly surprised by Justin Timberlake's performance and even enjoyed the Prince tribute. And she and the rest of Prince's family knew he was planning to sing I Would Die For You, but she said they weren't aware he was doing a video projection. But she said for the backlash, everyone has their own idea of what Prince would have wanted, so it's impossible uh, for Justin to have any way of knowing that. Yeah, but you can't tell people how to have their opinion. I mean, if people enjoyed the show, they enjoyed it. If they didn't enjoy it, they have the right to express that too. But I thought it was very regular, and he really, really needed Janet Jackson. I think everybody had their sets, their sights set on Janet Jackson, and when that didn't happen, it just didn't, you know. And she said in advance that out. she was yeah, not. She wasn't performing. doing it. I thought it was cool. It started off slow, but I thought it was cool. All right, Steve Wynn, you know him as the casino tycoon, you know, the Wynn Hotels. He allegedly pressured a grandmother working in one of his casinos into having. Having sex, he said he had never had a grandmother before and wanted to see how it feels. Now, the woman who was unnamed <laughs> told the Las Vegas Review Journal, she said, I did it willingly because I felt like I had to. I didn't really want to. I was afraid for my job. She said she was working as a waitress at the Mirage and was a single mom of eight. She had just welcomed her first grandchild when Steve Wynn, who's now 76, allegedly slept with her and sexually harassed her for around a year. How old was she? At the time, well, she's 71 yet now, and this oh, was in man. the 80s. She said in the late 80s. So She's still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. She's talking about it 71. now. 71. Oh, she's 71 now, lady. Okay, okay, got you. Got now, she you. said, you have so many new and young girls to choose from, and you you know, having sex with you makes me feel terrible. Why don't you just leave me alone? He said, Mm-mm-mm. she said he would single her out, slap her butt in public, and told her to come to his hotel room where he asked for oral sex. She said they had sex many more times. She said he didn't force me or anything, but I did go, but I felt Mm-mm-mm. so uncomfortable. I guess she felt like she would lose her job. So grandma took her teeth out and was performing oral sex on um, the man. Well, I don't know about that, but um, there was a lot of lawsuits against him. A lot of people that say that he sexually harassed workers and coerced them into sex. One woman was a manicurist who got a $7.5 million settlement after her allegations. Wow. So what's, I'm trying to figure out what if she said that he didn't force her, what's the, what's the issue? I guess she's saying that she felt like she didn't have a choice if she wanted to keep her job. She told them she was uncomfortable. She told them she didn't want to do it, but she 
You said she was a grandma? So he did force her then? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. She felt like she would lose her job. So she didn't tell him, I'm not doing it. She did it, but it wasn't willingly. I guess is the point. And by the way, the face of grandmas have changed nowadays. Dropping the clues bombs for Bernice Burgos. Okay. It's not, it's not the old grandma that you used to. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne! Yes. We're giving that donkey to you. Uh, I'm giving donkey of the day to a couple from the great state of Florida. You know what your Uncle Charla always says. The craziest people in all of America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this story is just reinforcement of my theory. My goodness. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, February 6th goes to Jenny Long and Robert Long of the great state of Florida. What does your Uncle Charla always tell you, kids? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this not-so-lovely couple is proving my theory to be actual and factual. Now, this is one of these stories that is causing me to be conflicted. Because on one hand, they absolutely deserve all their credit for being stupid. And on the other, other hand... This is one of the most creative ways I've heard to get some money in a while. Let's go to ABC News for the report, please. These parents facing felony charges accused of convincing their 13-year-old son he had terminal cancer all to bilk their community out of cash. Police in Florida saying the boy spent the last eight months believing he's going to die from brain cancer. His mother, Ginny Long, posting on Facebook in December that they were told it would be a miracle if he was still with them by Christmas. A GoFundMe page raised nearly $1,000 and the parents sold these t-shirts at the boy's middle school all for his supposed treatment. Only investigators say medical records prove he never had cancer. And those parents are charged with fraud and child abuse. Police say their son and another child are now in foster care as the investigation moves forward. Now, we've seen adults push kids into the music industry to make money. We've seen adults try to get their Kris Jenner on and push kids into reality TV to make money. We've seen adults push kids into the sports world to make money. But I don't remember ever hearing about adults pushing kids into the realm of having cancer to make money. They at least get a, a, a 10 for creativity. Now, I'm country, ladies and gentlemen. Monk's Corner, South Carolina all day. 843 was happening, so I don't play like that, okay? Because you turn out to be what you pretend to be, so I would never say that I had something I didn't have and I would never put that on somebody because in my mind, lying on someone in that manner will probably come back to me. I have such anxiety about stuff like this. I'm so paranoid about it that I have never parked in a handicap space. Okay, we all have had access to a handicap decal in our life. I thought, let me park here and run in real quick. You do a little limp leaving the car. Nope, I don't play like that. I don't even like playing sick because in my mind, if I play sick, I'm going to get sick for real because your thoughts really become things. And that's the problem I have with this story. Every day, those of us who know better have a job to teach better. We are responsible for the seeds we plant in people's heads because those seeds grow and blossom, especially in the mind of children. Okay, Jenny and Robert were planting seeds of... Fear 
into their young boy's mind as if life isn't already scary enough. What if this little boy would have killed himself because he thought he was really dying of terminal brain cancer? What if this little boy actually develops some type of cancer due to stress? Oh, you don't think chronic stress can have a huge impact on your health? Now, I'm not saying stress causes cancer. Okay, health experts are still trying to figure that one out, but there is little doubt that stress does promote the growth and spread of some form of the disease. Okay, to quote Lorenzo Cohen, a professor who studies these kinds of things, uh, he says, and I quote, stress makes your body more hospitable to cancer. So technically, Jenny and Robert Long were killing that little boy slowly by stressing him the hell out. Okay, thank God the jig is up and he found out the truth because there's no telling what kind of anxiety he was suffering from. I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it because this story is actually bringing me back to horrible memories. Okay, because I remember once my uh, great friend Wax knew I was having sexual relations with a scripper and he had a young lady call my phone and pretend to be this scripper's friend and she told me that I need to go get checked out because the scripper I had been knocking off was losing weight at a rapid pace and she took a glimpse in the mirror and didn't recognize her own face and her health was fading and she didn't know why and three letters were about to take her to her final resting place. Y'all don't hear me. You don't, under, you don't understand the anxiety that caused me, okay? And I was in my early 20s when this happened, so imagine how that 13-year-old boy felt. Only thing that relieved all that stress and anxiety I experienced for about 20 minutes was when I called said scripper and got right to it. Hey, man, somebody just <laughs> called me and said XYZ, HIV, what's happening? Okay, she ensured me all was well, and after an HIV test of my own, I was totally relieved. But the point is this: young thirteen-year-old had nowhere to turn because the people he trusted the most are the ones planting these toxic seeds into his young mind. It warms my cold heart to say that Jenny Long and Robert Long have been charged with one count of child abuse and nine counts of fraud. We need to up the counts on the child abuse, but those charges will definitely stick. And if you are wondering. They received $1,000 in donations in their GoFundMe, okay? And they sold nine T-shirts as part of a fundraiser for a grand total of $140. So y'all caused your son all this emotional trauma for a grand total of $1,140.00. Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. Please let Remy Ma give Jenny Long and Robert Long the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! are you? Dumb. Jesus Christ. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, thank you for that Jeez. dog here today. Mm-hmm. Up next is shoot your shot. Now, if you want to holler at somebody, maybe you need some help from the breakfast club. Maybe it's your man. Maybe it's your ex. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's somebody you just know, a neighbor, and you want to shoot your shot. Well, we'll help you when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the breakfast club. Good morning. The breakfast club. Time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot. With the Breakfast Club. This is your one chance. Don't mess it up. 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 Hey, we got Liz on the line. Hey, Liz. Hey, guys. How's it going, Liz? Uh, it's going okay. All right. Yeah. Now, you're calling for shoot your shot. Now, who are you shooting your shot with? Okay, so me and Miguel, uh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And you're single, Miguel? I love Miguel. Congrats, He's one of my favorite artists. Is dope. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> no. This, but he's pretty pretty cute, me guys, my guys. Um, and 
months we were together and we broke up a couple months back for stupid stuff you guys like it was just like ridiculous things that we were fighting about you know like what uh, give us an example like hairspray uh, like so we were staying together and I will <laughs> we will fight over like Oh, you don't put the cap back in the toothpaste. Um, you're not really closing the curtain after you take a shower. Just like we will get into the stupid arguments right after things like that. Yeah, but that's natural and though. That's the growing pains of living with somebody. You got to learn each other. Right. Um. Um. But we didn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what's the problem now? Because you guys broke up. Yeah, we broke up. I love him very much, and I would really, really love to get back with him, but. Why is there a during butt? The time, well, during the time that we were together, I slept with Bray, one of his friends. Did you get pregnant? Wait, okay, slow down. So you guys broke up, but while y'all <laughs> broke up, you slept with his boy. Did you get pregnant? No, I didn't get did you, pregnant. Did you get an STD? I didn't get an STD. So it don't matter. No. <laughs> but it's one of his really good friends. and. But y'all were I broken up. Yeah, we're broken up. Yeah. yeah, so I mean that could be a deal breaker. Though. I mean, if it's it depends. If you're seeing really good friends, like his homie, homie, who he's with all the time, yeah, you might have ruined it forever. It baby. might be a wrap. But he probably already knows if that's a really good friend of his. Why right? wouldn't his really good friend tell him? Does he know? I don't think he knows. Oh, oh you're about oh, to tell him? Yeah, but if he knows, he definitely thinks that you just a thotty thotty. <laughs> By the way, I got a homeboy who's in a position like that right now. He really likes this girl, and he's liked her for years, but he can't really wife her up because she smashed a lot of the homies. Oh, damn. Including oh, me. Oh, man. Including I only smashed one, me. so I'm not that bad. Okay. No, it depends right, well, on close see, to Let's see what he thinks. No. Nope. All right, when we come back, let's call him up. His name is Miguel, right? Yeah. And you're going to be completely yeah. honest. You're going to tell him about his friend that you smashed and all that? Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay, we'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hold on, Liz. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Shoot Your Shot. We have Liz on the line, and Liz is going to be shooting her shot with Miguel. Let's call him up, Liz. Hello? Hey, Miguel. It's me, Liz. Hi, Liz. How's it going? Um, it's going good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Just working uh, a lot. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad for you. Hey, boo. I wanted to tell you that um, I miss you. I miss you so much, and I really love you, and I would really love if we get back together. Um... I really have to talk something, and it's been bothering me, and I really have to come clean with something. I haven't talked to you um, in like three months, Liz. I know, but <laughs> you you can't really like ignore that we were together, that we had a relationship, <laughs> that we lived together. Oh yes, I can. So yeah, of course, I loved you. But I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something that I can. Um, so I slept with Ray when, when we were not together. My best friend Ray. Yeah. Well, how can and you I do know that? because I was really sad. I was really sad, Miguel. You were sad, so you, slept, so you slept with my best friend. Because Ray and I were hanging out one night. Um, we weren't really even hanging out like we saw each other. 
at the downtown bar that we used to go to, and he saw me, and I've been drinking, and then he had been drinking. It was drunk sex. It was just a little drunk sex. Miguel, this is the Breakfast Club, and it's uh, shoot your shot. Miguel. <laughs> Did you hear that? Miguel, Miguel it's the breakfast club. We're breakfast club, Miguel. This is your conscience telling you to hang up on this stock, Miguel. <laughs> hang up on this call. Now, Miguel, your your girl ex-girlfriend, Liz, uh, yeah. wants to come clean because she misses you. Uh, I have no idea what's happening. How many people are on this phone call? I'm DJ That's Angela Yee. That's Charlemagne. And your uh, ex-girl, Liz. Uh, would you rather uh, you and Liz call Ray on three-way? Would you appreciate that? Well, I mean, I don't know how many people are on already, so maybe... When you say on already, do you mean including Ray? I don't know how many people she slept with when y'all oh, broke stop up. It. stop it. So now what are you going to do? Uh, like, like, she slept with Ray. She made, Y'all weren't together. She really wants you back. She's sorry. She wants an opportunity and a chance. You going to give Liz a chance, bro? Don't be a sucker, Ray. I mean, this isn't the first time that Ray's done this. Um, so yeah. Ray didn't even tell you that he slept with your ex, and that's your best friend? No, of course not. He wouldn't that's say crazy. something until... I asked him. Don't be more mad at Ray than you are this young lady. Ray's just being Ray. Oh, man. Yeah. That's not fair. When did this happen? Uh, this happened about uh, maybe three weeks after we broke up. Three weeks after we broke up. Only three weeks. That yeah. means she's been eyeing Ray the whole time. That does not mean like, that. Ray took advantage that, of the no. situation. That means she's been eyeing Ray the whole time, player, player. Damn it. At that time, we were still trying to get back together and work things out, Liz. Ooh, Liz. That's tough. Because you don't understand. I'm really, really sorry that happened. And I was in a really bad time. I mean, I, I was just really sad. I was really depressed. Mm -hmm. All I kept thinking was about you, and you weren't even, like, calling me that much. I didn't even know we were going to get together. Oh and this happened out of nowhere. Uh, this is a hell of a white people problem. I, was I mean, it, I loved you so much, Liz, and... Like, we broke up for some petty-ass and now you're telling me that you f***ed Ray, but you want to get back with me? Yeah, so what do you think? What do you think? What do you yeah. think? Can it happen? Don't ask him what he thinks at a time like this. Clean. I'm coming clean. She came clean. Miguel, she didn't have to tell you. We don't know if she's clean. Yeah, Ray probably like got said, all kind of STDs. the first time Ray's done this, how can I, like, how can you say you won't do it again? So you going to give her a shot? Oh, my God. I'm telling you the truth, and I'm not going to do it again. And I never cheated on you the whole time we were together. Boo! 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 Well, let's, let, let's let Miguel decide. Miguel, would you be willing, because you said you love her, and you guys were I broken do, up, I so do. so technically she didn't do anything wrong because y'all were broken up. Don't be a sucker, Miguel. So what are you going to do, Miguel? Give her a shot. I mean, I'm going to have to think about this. This is all so oh, God. He's thinking out of the about blue. It. What do you I need her, her to do to, to prove you that You ain't even asked the important questions. Is Ray's penis bigger than yours? Only you care Was about that. Was his sex show. better well, I mean, than yours? I, I, I've seen him. We've been friends for a long time. I know it's not, so... Oh, no. you've seen his penis right. before. Okay, Will Ray be in the wedding if y'all get married? He'll no. probably be my best man. Like, All right, I'm leaving. I've had enough. Y'all have a nice day. Oh, my God. Bye. See y'all later. I'm really walking out. Well, what good luck, do, guys. Ray, give her uh, a shot, man. Y'all talk it out, and hopefully y'all can Christ. make it work. This Liz, world ain't what Liz, I remember. Can we talk about this not on the radio? Yes, yes, of course. So, of Liz, course. you call him now, and we wish you guys both best of luck. Liz, you let ain't us, Let us know what happens, Liz. And, and Miguel, you yeah, are a sucker. All right. Well, thank you, guys. We're not here to judge anybody's relationship. Goodbye, Maybe it'll guys. work out. Jeez. All right. Thank well. you. Only one in this whole situation is Ray. <laughs> is Ray. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, that is Shoot Your Shot. Keep a lock. Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's <laughs> so, my only dance I know. The <laughs> with the good here. All right. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report.
Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Charlemagne really walked out after Shoot Your Shot, huh? <laughs> he was that mad. <laughs> All right, well, Drake filmed the video for his song, God's Plan, and he did that at a high school, Miami Senior High School, Monday afternoon. Now he is uh, at the school donating $25,000. That's nice. And then he announced he was giving the whole school free uniforms that he was making. Ain't that nice? In addition, he gave one student a $50,000 scholarship. Destiny Paris put it on Instagram, and she said, This happened today. I applied to scholarships last year, for which I had to write an essay. I received those scholarships and thought that was the end of it. Apparently, my essay and my story made it to other departments. I was contacted this weekend about doing a video speaking about where I come from, things I've been through, and why it is so important for scholarship donors to continue to donate. Well, guess what the big surprise was? Drake came out and gave her $50,000 for her tuition, so congratulations. That's what you're supposed to do. You you record at a student school. You give back some money to the school and give them back. That's great for Drake. Yeah, and that's great for her. That's awesome. All right, Kodak Black. He is hoping to get out and be released from jail as he awaits trial for his latest charges. And that's because the judge, Joel Lazarus, accidentally spoke into the microphone that was hot over a live internet broadcast. What do you say? Now, Kodak Black, let's not forget that he is being hit with seven felony charges after they found guns and marijuana in his residence after they raided the house. Well, what the judge was saying, he was telling the prosecutor that he would double the bond to, to those that take place in my neighborhood. And he then said, closer to my house, the higher the bond. That was always the Lazarus rule. Again, his name is wow. Judge Joe Lazarus. The mic was hot, though. <laughs> So everybody heard it. Now, Kodak Black was there that day. He was denied bond minutes after those comments were made. So later on, the judge said he was joking, but the Broward County chief judge barred him from presiding over first appearance court in the future and also from anything involving criminal court over the clearly inappropriate statement. So absolutely. Kodak Black's legal team is hoping that these comments that were very inappropriate will allow him to be released from jail as he awaits trial. Come on. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, now let's get on to this. Monique is still talking about Will Packer, and she had this to say about him. And there's a reporter named John Mary who read an email that he received from a producer by the name of William Packer. However, what they did not do is send the rest of the emails. So we want to post the thread of the emails so you get a chance to see the behind the scenes of how a producer tried to intimidate, bully, and ruin someone's character. Oh, in the last video, that's the fire where our trailers blew up on the set of Almost Christmas. I'm still waiting for the email from Mr. Packer asking was anybody harmed, but we never got that. Now, what is her trailer... Getting on fire have to do with anything. He's, he's, I don't know. Clearly, she's okay. Oh, my goodness. But um, now Gary Owen had to jump in and respond, and here's what he said. Man, Monique don't stop. She blames everybody. It's Oprah. It's Tyler. It's Lee Daniels. It's Netflix. Now it's Will Packer. Will Packer's done more for black actors and actresses than just about anybody in the last 10 years. I mean, the dude is basically changing the game, and now you're going to say he's against you, when honestly, he put you in a movie almost Christmas when nobody was putting you in movies, and then you throw him in under the bus. Sometimes you got to take accountability for yourself. It's you. Gary Owen is a good friend, man. I need friends like that that stand up for you no no matter what. That's a good friend right well, there. Well, he also probably really believes that. I mean, he, it's not like he's just saying it. Now, Will Packer responded, appreciate you for spitting facts, G. I have so much respect for actors because their jobs are extremely challenging. I can understand when their behavior is less than desirable sometimes, but you're only as strong as your representation. Now, Monique went ahead and released these emails, and I have to say, I don't know if this really helps her case. Because I tried to read through it. It's very long. So her husband, who also represents her, Sydney, um, 
and posted, Hello, Will. How am I harassing you like I asked you for your love and you keep saying no or something like that? When in truth, I've only asked you to make things right with Monique due to you not standing behind the amount of weeks you said she would be needed for the film and her time commitment pertaining to travel. It goes on and on and on, a lot of uh, rambling on. But one thing that he kept doing in this email was trying to... And I know Will Packer said that she tre- she treated the staff poorly, mm-hmm. but he kept on saying things about her. He would say this. Um, you had to stand up while we sat down listening to you pontificate and profile for your companion. I'm sorry. I mean, your assistant. And throughout the email, he kept saying our conversation was about your companion. I'm sorry. I mean, your assistant. So in other words, trying to make it seem like his assistant is not really a person that works for him. He's but really more just quote his, So just trying to belittle her. And he does that all throughout this whole entire email. And I read what Will Packer said back, and it seemed very professional. Basically, Will Packer was like, listen, if you want to communicate with me any further, do so through your lawyer, because you are not going to harass, attack, and bait me over and over. It's uncalled for. Wow. So anything you have to say, do it through your uh, attorney, Ricky Anderson. Okay. And that makes perfect sense. So I don't know that this really helped her at all. I don't think it's going to help Monique at all, but wish her the best. Well, thank you, brother. All right, sister. All right. Well, I'm that, Angela Yee. That's that your, was your report. report. All right. The People's Choice Mix is up next. If you want to hear something in the mix, let us know right now. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go.